Welcome back to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's me, Harry. I'm based at Windsor Auctions, weirdly in Windsor, and I'm joined as ever by... It's me, Simon, in delightful Devon on the coast, where we are being battered to pieces by storms and floods. It's quite exciting down here, Mr. Harry. You wouldn't know that, being a big city mouse. It's not that city. We've had rain, but we have not had anything like you have had. Oh my days! Yeah, it's been it's been challenging for the boys out there on the lorries. I bet, I bet. Well, we did an auction down at in uh, at Lime Bay Auctions a week ago. Is it now? I can't. I've lost yeah, track of time. Yeah, a week ago because we did four days four days of auctioneering, didn't we? And on the Monday, we were down with you in the middle of the auction. The heavens yes. opened, yes, and we true. are uh, we have a very large. Um, uh, warehouse there that's been uh, is used as a uh, as our auction house, but it does have a warehousey type roof, like most auction houses. Yeah. Oh my life! Now I consider, as many of our uh, customers feel, that I am probably the loudest individual in the room. I don't mm-hmm. need a microphone. No. <laughs> and that. But we had to written, stop. We had to stop. The rain was so loud you couldn't hear yourself think. Yeah, so it was it was proper fire and brimstone, and the heavens opened. But we had, yeah we had a busy week. We had a busy week. Uh, four Crazy days week. of sale. Four days of sale. We've got time sales going on left, right, and centre at the moment. The market's very busy. Um, we sold. Well, I mean, I'm talking for you, Simon. But and I know there's more coming up. Fossils. Fossils. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Mark, our valuer, uh, one of our valuers down here, um, spent days and days and days uh, researching, sorting out, uh, cataloging um, these these life, and I would suggest a lifetime's worth of collecting of fossils um, in specimen cabinets and all sorts. Turns out, because we're not experts on fossils, I've got to say, um, he did a terrific job. Um, we Didn't had we just. had the head of the Lyme Regis Museum, which of course Lyme Regis being on the Jurassic Coast, very big on fossils. Um, Mary Anning, the famous story, they did a film about her recently. So this is the fossil coast. This is the Jurassic Coast. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody in our auction house knows everything about fossils. But Mark did a spectacular job, and oh my word, didn't they do well, Harry? They did. It was great fun. It was great fun. A lot of online really bidding, so not a lot of chat from your auctioneer, uh, because it was a worldwide endeavour to buy mm. uh, fossils. But that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's where uh, that's where the auction house um, or auction houses add value to selling your collection is the fact that. Uh, we're on multiple platforms. We've got bidders in the room. One slightly disgruntled-looking bidder who kept getting, being outbid. God bless him. But he stuck in there. Got a few things to take home with him. And uh, yeah, they did. Uh, they did. They did. They did really well. And you know what? How lovely is this? Um, a couple of the lots that uh, Mark sorted out uh, were actually books, but antiquarian books on fossils and fossil collecting and fossil categorization etc etc so much so that the wonderful gentleman who came down and spent a lot of time with us and imparted a lot of knowledge and we're very grateful to him for this from the Lyme Regis Museum he bid on those to add to the museum's collections because they didn't have those in their archives and he'd never seen them before oh wow yeah so yeah you Harry 
auctioneer Harry, <laughs> yeah, you right, have contributed go. to the Lyme Regis Fossil Museum's collection. Well done, you. Uh, yeah, I think that standing up for 15 minutes really isn't the one where who gets the praise. I think Mark yourselves for winning the job. Mark for doing the ca- Just because I shout out some numbers on this occasion. I'm not like um, a couple of auctioneers that were mentioned who's just there to claim the glory. Unlike, un- unusual for me, I know, but there you go. No, it was really good. Really good. Yeah. And we hit the rostrum um, on Monday uh, on the back of a bit of a giggle, did we not? And dear listener or listeners... We've been paid a huge tribute, Simon, have we not? Oh, haven't we just? Haven't we just? Mm. Talk me through this one, Harry, because I'm confused. So um, over our auction weekend, a social media post from auctioneers, Eubanks, great firm. Eubanks, good firm. Eubanks, great, uh, based in Surrey, good bunch, good uh, good team of people, Um, and lovely people. In fact, I've met unbeknownst to them i met some of them i met some of some some of them at a wedding i think any case that aside and they've launched a new podcast welcome to the uh, they have i have Have Uh, (laughs) welcome to the new well we're i mean we're we're a bit of a trailblazer we've done quite well um but um they've decided to join the pack and there's plenty of room uh for promoting the auction industry however Mm. (laughs) we have poked a bit of fun at them and we will do so uh, on the rostrum, and we will continue to do so just in the pod. Um, name of your podcast. Good idea. Do a bit of research. That's very easy. You just go on to um, all the uh, podcast suppliers and type in the name that you're thinking of using is a way of doing it. And uh, what you'll come up with is that there's uh, the gavel and the gabble. I've heard that's of that. That's us. That's us. Oh, yeah, that's good. Us. That's, right. that's lovely. That's us. Um, but we're now up against the gavel and the uh, the gab, <laughs> the gab. So we've just a we've just missed a, a couple of letters. A couple of letters are missing. <laughs> Which is Eubanks' new podcast. We message them on social media, and rather than um, get angry, and you know oh. that Simon and I like a rant. There's no point getting angry, angry about it. It's just one of those things. Uh, but we did poke a fun, a fun at them and say, um, thanks so much. Very flattering, didn't we, Simon? Very flattering. Very flattering. Um, I think, uh, what's the expression? Change your name. <laughs> what, what's the expression? Being the biggest form of flattery. What's that? Uh, copying your name. <laughs> I don't know. What are you... Cut and paste. Cut and paste is the biggest form of... Cut and paste. You've missed a few letters, though, guys. You might spell check it. I don't know. Oh, dear. Good luck to them, we say. I say good luck to them as well. Um, Now, on another subject of uh, whinging, a listener uh, has messaged in a letter that they saw in uh, Spectator magazine. You ready for this? I've got to read this. Yeah, go. Because then you can make your comment on it. This is all news to me, by the way, dear listener. Yeah, yeah. I always like to get Simon's original um, reaction recorded. Um, I recently took part in a silent auction for a village charity. One of the prizes was a £100 voucher from a local gastropub. The bidding had stopped at £90. Sound familiar? From the other Mm -hmm. participants. So I bid anonymously against myself until I won it at £250. Since the auction, various people have been saying how crazy that someone would pay more than an auction item is worth. We're talking about charity auctions here. Charity auctions. I explained that the anonymous person offering above the value of the gift was giving extra value to the charity. I am treated as if I am mad. 
how do I explain politely without causing offence that bidding at a charity auction, only if it entails no personal financial net loss, goes against the generous concept? And their answer is this, and then we'll get yours. Uh, this is the Dear Mary section. So uh, reprimand them in a subtle manner by saying, you're not the first person to say that. It shows that the charity should find another way of raising money because so many people conflate auctions with bargain hunting. They forget that when it's a charity auction, the whole point is to bid more than the prize is worth. And surely, yeah, and she makes a she makes a wonderful point. And by the way, whoever that lady is, congratulations to you and well done for properly supporting your charity, properly supporting the generous gastro pub that has donated its money and time um, in providing that lot for sale. And of course, irrespective of the people, I'll leave it at that, nearly nearly went off piece there, <laughs> the individuals that think she's crazy, has she not just bought... I'm not sure that it's a lady, by the way. It's name and address withheld. Oh. But Dear Mary is the, uh, la- is the sort of... No, no, you're okay. It could well be. Could well be. She she has she's going to have a wonderful meal. She's going to be looked after at a gastro pub, and she has made a sizable donation to a charity, which she clearly feels is important to her. Otherwise, she wouldn't be supporting it in the first place. Um, Harry, you and I have done these charity auctions in pubs and clubs and restaurants and the like. We've done a lot it, of them. Yeah, we've done a lot of them, and there is a huge chasm between. Those individuals who will see, uh, you know, I've I've been in a pub where a woman literally had a go at me for asking for £40 for a bottle of whiskey that had been donated because she's Googled it and found that you can get it in Aldi for 22 <laughs> And she was cross. Now, mm, we fell out, it's fair to say. I'm not even going to sugarcoat this. We fell out. She asked her boyfriend to beat me up in the back of the pub. That didn't happen either. She also didn't buy the whiskey. Now, the point being is that lady, uh, that individual writing to the spectator makes a wonderful point. And maybe, I don't know, maybe we as auctioneers need to advise the charities not to put the value on it, not to put the value on the item, but to simply say it's a bottle of whiskey do, or it's a, it's a voucher. But yeah, I'd, we can only try and educate people that this is a charitable endeavour. It is tricky, isn't it? I mean, I always start charity auctions by going, don't think about what the items are worth today. We are here to raise money for uh, it be a local school or a national charity, lifeboats, all the people that we've supported. You know, if you are feeling generous or you are a supporter of that charity and you toddle along to their fundraising evening and you've got a budget and the auction is poddling along they are tough ground at the moment because everybody's you know feeling the pinch but bid up to the maximum of what you're prepared to donate that night on that lot and encourage your friends to do the same because you came with with the expression of bidding of spending that money or supporting the charity to the tune of that price why not do it in a nice way and a fun way and get and then you'll get the auction people will get the auction fever I don't know it's tricky it was interesting that somebody sent that in and, and obviously you know messaged it to us by the way, and I don't mean to be harsh, but if you are rocking up to a charity auction intending to get a bargain, you might want to relook at why you're there in the first place. <laughs> yes, exactly right. I hadn't thought of that. Now, finally, we have got ourselves organised. We've been, we have been busy, like and behind the scenes, we have got um, to be diplomatic. 
we got a lot going on at the minute, um, business-wise business and otherwise. So we've got uh, a series of interviews that will uh, be coming out in the run-up to uh, Christmas. We are planning uh, a Christmas special episode, which basically will involve Simon and I getting quite picked on, I suspect. But more details of that uh, to follow. But follow our social media on Instagram, ideally, uh, because, uh, and Twitter, because we'll be putting up uh, questions that can be posed to not only us, but our wives who run our businesses. Or as we like to call them, management, senior management, <laughs> executive senior management. If all goes well, are going to be coming on the pod and... We're going to shut up and they're going to have some questions put to them, probably mainly about working with us. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's what's coming up. But follow the social media and we'll do that. But is this turning into, Harry, is this turning into some kind of uh, public work appraisal by senior management on a podcast? In which yeah, yeah, case, basically. at the end of it, I mean, if I can come out with a C minus, I'll be delighted. I can assure you that right now. I will anecdotally uh, tell you about my my wife was invited to a dinner uh, with a lot of girlfriends and they said, oh, we're thinking of having partners because Christmas is coming up. And my wife, Emma, said, uh, I work with my husband and I quite like leaving him at home. So can we keep it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Which, that, that would be shared. For all listeners, that's going to sum up how I come out of this uh, forthcoming episode. But we, yeah, we're hoping to put it together. Um, and we're off. However, more importantly, we have got four amazing, amazing individuals uh, who are coming up. Now, Zoe Pocock of Muck and Brass. Now, mm-hmm. this lady, this lady Wonderful. is she's a businesswoman. She's an upcycler. She's a designer. She's a presenter. She's owned a variety of businesses, but she is absolutely she uses a lot of recycled stuff. Um, I can't wait. She does a bit of TV presenting as well. She's a really interesting lady. So we've got her. So she'll be coming up in the next month. Now, we keep banging on about women in the industry. And uh, Arita Marriott, who some listeners will um, know from Antiques Road Trip and Bargain Hunt, has literally just opened uh, her own auction house. Wow. Arita Marriott Auctions. So she's coming on to talk to wow. talk she, she's coming on to talk about her uh career so born in latvia and now has just founded um an auction house in derby tv work she's a very dynamic individual so we're really looking forward to chat, chatting to her now uh you've got uh, lucy lawson paul she uh is a lovely lady who has her own business supporting auction houses. So this is a lady of many talents. Um, So cataloguing, valuing, on the rostrum, online bidding. Yeah, she really does. She knows her stuff and she's an asset to all the auction houses that she works for. So I am delighted that she's agreed to come on the pod and I've no doubt she'll have some fantastic stories uh, to share with us, Harry. I'm looking forward to that one. And then finally, who we're interviewing um, and who's coming up before Christmas is Jessica Wall of uh, Stamford Auction Rooms. But if you don't know her from her auction house, you will know her as the co-host of The Auctioneers. And she also appears on the Antiques Road Trip and has just joined Cash in the Attic. Wow. Um, So um, 
Yeah, basically, we're interviewing a lot of people who are a lot brighter and have achieved more than we have. <laughs> At a much younger age, I suspect. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah all of that. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that's going to be fun. So those are all coming up. We are sorry that we haven't, um, and it's our own fault, um, but we they're all booked, they're all locked in, and they will be coming up before Christmas. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so suffice to say, Simon, the only other thing we need to remind uh, listeners to do is, for those of you who don't watch the social media, Clips. Hang on, hang on. Before we At do this that, point, I, I want to share something with blank. you. Oh, go on. Yeah, share away. So, um, I've <laughs> finally found a relevant, not necessarily good, but a relevant joke for our industry. I'm going to try it on you. you oh, ready? God. Big, big DB on standby. This might need cutting okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> I just I mean, felt. Go on. Did you? Oh, look, you've got a bit pinky. Just slightly right. nervous. No. You're right. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's all good. PG and all the rest of it. Harry. PG. Okay, great. Harry, I think my wife is putting glue on my antique weapons. She denies it, but I'm sticking to my guns. Uh, You're very good. (laughs) He's... I mean, I'm I'm chuckling because I'm a supportive friend and co-podcast host. Is that fair? That was me doing research and providing content for the podcast. This is this is less than C minus already. I feel disappointed. Mate, you're an, always an A plus to us. Don't you worry about it. So, what have we got to tell the lovely <laughs> listeners? Yeah, it would be easier if you remembered this just once. <laughs> uh, please like, subscribe, um, send us a photo, write us an email. Be nice to everyone. Excellent. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. Also, check the uh, program notes for a discounted code for the Antiques Trade Gazette, who are giving you 30% off um, for listeners to The Gavel and The Gabble. With it's got a B-L-E, a B-L-E, on, the B-L-E on the end. It's got a B-L-E on the end. <laughs> it's Gabble. Gabble, people. <laughs> Plenty of Gabble. I don't know what a gab is. <laughs> We're going to get an awful lot of mileage out of this. We're going to get it. Yeah, we're going to I don't know. They might do very well because we might get cancelled fairly quickly. So in which case, we'll leave the space wide open for uh, Eubanks and their gab. <laughs> Flattery. That's what it is. Flattery <laughs> is the best form of now forgotten the back end bit. <laughs> David, if you compare the front end bit with the back end bit of that cliche put it all together for me so that i sound vaguely intelligent on a sunday morning that would be brilliant oh dear right um well done mate (laughs) i'll see you during the week love you love you too bye